You are listening to Series 1 of the National Studios Film and Music Podcast. In this season, we're focusing on the marketing side of independent music, the steps you can take to ensure a successful release and begin building a fan base in an authentic and organic way. In Episode 5, we look at the importance of building a creative team. Hi, my name is Jack Kircher from National Studios and again joined by Maddie, Alex, hey. first of all. Uh, we've spoken about so many things to do with music and marketing and content creation from digital to like how you actually release it to like the physical side of it and shows and things like that. One thing we haven't looked at is how important it is to build a team around you. The only way you can do this in a sustainable way, because you are not just creating music, you're creating everything to do with who you are as an artist. You need a good team. Um, so if I just relate it to my experience quickly with the Dutch Kids stuff, um, we have a team of six people. That's a band members, that's a manager, that's a personal manager. And we all have very distinct roles in that, which is why it works as a collective. Um, but a lot of artists don't have that. Like it's quite an intimidating thing to be told you're responsible for your music and how you release that, but also your film, your social media, your photos and all of that. It's a lot to take in and a lot to do if you're doing it in your spare time. Mm. Um, so let's start the conversation on what it means to have a good team. Like, how have you guys experienced bands and the teams that people have around bands? Traditionally, I'd say that most of the bands we work with have like one or two people we communicate with. There's always a kind of one point person, and yeah. quite often it's not the front man. Yeah, you'd it's, it's, it's sometimes like it's usually yeah. the drummer or the bassist, and maybe that's because they are kind of stepped back from it a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's usually one point person. Um, that we kind of have a direct contact with or the manager. Yeah. Um, yeah, we always assume that we're talking to the front man in a band uh, if it just like a name comes through and then it turns out, no, it's the bassist, the drummer, something like that, doing more of the admin. Yeah. Um, and the the other guys are kind of more fringe, even when we kind of meet in person. So uh, Dutch Kids are a lot different. You're all individually um, your own people and yeah. um, we kind of know you all on an equal basis. But... That's not normally how it is. Normally, mm. we have uh, a point of contact with two people, and the say the drummer or the and the bassist go off and do their own thing, and we chat to two members in the band. So yeah, um, that was normally how we see things. But it, yeah. in an ideal world, I don't think that's how it should be. Yeah. So if we we're to relate this to an artist who's going about their first release, mm -hmm. like you want to build a team, and you know you want to do all these things well. Like, let's just talk a little bit about the importance of each area and what it means to do that. Mm, so, I, I think that first thing you should do is like, a, a, if you're a band that is, is sort of sit down and see what everyone's skill sets are. Because yeah. quite often you do have full time jobs, and those full time jobs can actually translate into your music career as well. Yeah. Um, we we find that a lot of bands we work with, um, a lot of the members work in marketing. Um, so you can sort of just have your job, but also use those skills in yeah, your in your music career um and sometimes they're the same tactics as well if you're if you're doing kind of corporate marketing mm. you can use those skills and put them towards your your brand and your band marketing um and sometimes we find that in the band there'll be a photographer there'll be a videographer yeah. you can use those skills yeah. within within your music Definitely. and it's not something you should say oh that wasn't that is my normal full-time job i should keep that separate use you it you should use that <laughs> yeah. yeah like yeah. with dutch kid like i I, dr I play drums, but I also mix all the records. That's what I do. And mm. I also make films. That's what the studio does. So like we have mixing and film taken care of. Another guy, one of the front men, he writes, but he is also like an incredible film director. That's what he does as a living outside mm. of music. 
So obviously our video stuff, we've got two guys straight away. Another guy who looks after all of our tech, like to do a live show that's pop with like Ableton and samples and loops is really complex. He makes mm. all of that work, but he's also a motion graphic designer. So he does our motion graphics. Like Chris, synth guy is like graphic design genius and does our brand. And then we've got a manager who is on it with the admin. Like mm. all of those different areas, it's all stuff that is outside it's our jobs. Like, yeah. It's outside of the music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, quite often that won't be the case. There are yeah. so many artists that their kind of full-time job isn't anything to do with their music. They might yeah. kind of work in something that will not be kind of beneficial at all for their music. And that's when you should definitely look at outsourcing it because yeah. people think that, oh, we don't need a photographer. We don't need a videographer. We don't need someone helping us with kind of graphic design. But that's all building your brand. And yeah. I think creating a team around you is what can sort of be the step up from just releasing music. Yeah. Because releasing music in itself, you'll need a team around you to kind of help you record, produce, master, all mm. of that. But then you need to step outside of the music and look into how am I going to create some content? Yeah. Um, but you can start doing that by yourself yeah. originally. You, you have a phone. You can create content with that, just videos, photos. But then when you start wanting to kind of take mm. a step up, that's when you can really look at building a kind of creative team you around you. The entire band involved as well. You yeah. can't just have one band member with a camera saying, come on, guys, let's do this. And they, they kind of put pressure on and, and, and not really play ball with it. Mm. Yeah. And I think um, one key point is uh, when you're putting together the team and the band, you've all got to share the same vision. I think it's so, so important um, for everyone to be working towards the same thing and yeah. have um, that same drive. Uh, so if you've got one band member who kind of doesn't pull their weight until you're going on tour or something and then they, they start to um, perk up a bit, then that's not really what you want. You want someone who, you want a team who, is able to push through those highs and lows of being yeah. in a band. When the, when the doubt starts to set in that maybe we're not going to make it, um, the people who can really get together and, mm. and help you push through it yeah. because because they're in it for the right reasons. They're not in it just to be kind of famous. That's the same with the manager role as well. Um, the manager should come into it sort of looking to grow you as an artist, mm. build you from the ground up and not kind of be the person that is trying to grab at any money yeah. or trying to just be the big person in this. They're the one that's, they, they need to be on the same level as the artist, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah. just helping, that is their role to help. It's not to do anything else. It's not to grab at any chances of money or anything yeah. like that. Or, it's, or publicity. We see yeah. a lot of that. You don't want to, a manager who is a manager for the sake of saying they're a manager of a band and this is what I do. And then, mm. and they're off publicizing themselves. Like You're someone who's got the band's best interests. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and they're in there with the dirt, with you, kind of really like, like the nitty gritty of it, it. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. that can some that can be really hard to find. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think artists should immediately be thinking I need a manager because yeah. quite often you don't. You the manager is the person that helps with some of the admin things. It opens up doors for you. And in the early stages, you can do that yourself. Yeah. You can. Um, if you fall naturally upon a manager, then take it. Mm, yeah. But I don't think you should be going out there searching for yeah. it um, because they won't always have your best interests at heart. The music industry is a very like attractive industry to be in, like from the outside. To be able to say I work in the music industry is a cool thing to say, and that often attracts the wrong people into yeah. it. Yeah, um, and what you're really looking for is someone to say, "I love your music." 
I want to jump on board with this and help yeah. any way I can, not someone who's in it to put the music industry on mm, their CV. Yeah. Cool. So let's take this a step back and say like, you're an artist or a band. When you look at the skill set of your band, none of you are really like, I do film, I do mm. photos, mm -hmm. I can mix these records. Mm. Like, let's think about how, in that case, how are you going to get people as part of your team? So as a band, you are there making music effectively at the beginning for free. You're not really earning any money. It's all about the passion of doing it. Mm. So it's so important to try and find people who are passionate about making films who are also looking for opportunity. Yeah. People who you can grow together. Like one of our big sayings is like, we are going to find people who can grow with us, mm. um, whether that's a mastering engineer or that's like me mixing the records or that's a film, like working, like collaborating with a producer. We want to find people who we can grow with mm. rather than, like we could go and hire the best mixing engineer in the world and pay them yeah. $4,000 to mix our record. Yeah. But like, what's the point in doing that? Like yeah. it's, it's a common misconception that you have to pay for every service. Um, finding people you can invite as a part of a team who understand your vision as an artist and you understand their vision as a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. When those things line up, you you can do stuff together and no, neither of you will earn money at first. Yeah. But, but if you're both good and you yeah. both go for it, you'll exactly. grow together. And that will happen with kind of most areas and most team members. You can actually start just as kind of friends and just mm. building up that yeah. and, and starting off with them helping you and by you growing you're benefiting them as well yeah so i think it is something where you don't have to oh we need we need a video created and then you go online and try and you have a 10k budget for a music yeah. video it's it's yeah. just yeah. extortionate you don't need something like that you can find kind of a uni student that wants to build their portfolio and really likes your music and yeah. at the end of the day if you end up being big and he's going to be your videographer yeah, yeah. he's going to be ecstatic so everybody wins exactly and i think that's something that you can do in the early stages and you can benefit someone as much as they can benefit you. I think yeah. that's something a lot of bands don't realize is there's a lot of videographers and content creators coming out of university right now who are very talented but have nothing to actually film, no no content yeah. to, to find. So um, if you look back at university, what they actually give you and for the content creators we've spoken to, they're working with terrible actors, they're working with within very... Um, tight guidelines and marking schemes so what they can actually do in terms of freedom and show their ability is very limited yeah. so when you give someone the the freedom to do what they want with the band here's the content here's the schedule and produce something sometimes they don't even ask for payment for that they just yeah. want to do it they just mm -hmm. want to do it they want to be a part of the journey part exactly. of the adventure and i think one thing i'm always quite keen to address really early on is like just the whole like ego side of things. Mm. So if I'm working with a filmmaker, if I'm a, as a band have, working with a filmmaker, we'll talk really early and we'll make sure like neither of our egos, mine or yours, is going to get in the way of what we're making. Yeah. Mm. Um, and also if I'm a filmmaker working for another band or it makes sense to working for another band, mm. I want to make sure like my ego doesn't get in the way of you as an artist, but mm. as an artist, you need to make sure your ego doesn't get in the way of the filmmaker. Yeah. So it's really good to have really clear communication early yeah. on, especially when people are doing stuff for free, like people are doing it because they love it. Mm. That's an amazing thing. But as devil's advocate here, that can also be a really hard thing because people deeply care about every creative decision yeah. when they True. are really passionate. Yeah. yeah. So you need to address that early. You need to talk in open terms about mm. like what you want to get out of this. Yeah, and, and I think everyone in, in the team, no matter what their role is, should be on a similar level. So yeah. um, whether you are the front man of the band or you're the lighting person, yeah. all of you are needed. All of you are necessary. So yeah. it has to sort of 
as you said, be discussed early on. Yeah. Saying no one's name is going to be at the front of this. Yeah. We're all doing stuff to benefit each other. Um, and I think that's something that yeah. is discussed straight away. Yeah. I'd call it like the, the push-pull dynamic of being in a band. Yeah. So if you're a solo artist one of the most frustrating things can be that you might push these idea out these mm. ideas out but there's no one to come against you and say actually maybe yeah. not so you want to find this yeah. really healthy medium within team where if you put an idea out like you sometimes want someone to say that no yeah mm. like what are you yeah. thinking just because yeah. then you reassess yourself and if you don't let your ego get in the way mm-hmm. you can then approach what they've said from a point of that's either a really good idea or you can push back and say oh no this is why i was thinking that and mm. the push-pull dynamic within team that, is really important yeah, and that's yeah, one so of the most important. yeah if um, you find people who get that and yeah. they're happy to be a part of that process, then it's yeah, you and can that's do that's really needed cool. outside of the band as well because yeah. sometimes um, as a, as a group, if you are a group, you'll all be quite biased to the material created because you created it as a collective and you think the music is the best product you've ever made. Yeah, having a manager or like anyone else outside of the direct musical group really helps with that because they can sort of be the the outsider that says you know what i don't think that's your best track and it's really hard to see that as an artist because you've created something that you think is your best possible product so it's really good to have a team that isn't just the music the music makers because they can give that outsider's perspective whilst also wanting the best for the group yeah people see like confrontation and conflict within a band or within a team as a really bad thing Mm. but usually confrontation conflict happens because people deeply care yeah it's needed so like you need to Talk about that early and make sure you both understand what's going to happen. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no progression. Creative if you minds don't. will disagree, mm-hmm. and disagreement is really good yeah. <laughs> because it pushes yeah. like the best possible content to be made. Exactly. Um, it doesn't let something go out without the final five percent being thought through mm. and working really well. Yeah. Like if I'm working with an artist and we're mixing something, and like I know much more about how a song should sonically sound yeah. than mm. like most artists. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But. If they say, actually, like, I really feel like the vocal should be a bit louder, I'm not going to come in and say, whoa, no, 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 but it's yeah. Like, I'm going to listen and I'm going to say, mm. oh, yeah, actually, like, the vocal in this song, like, the production's amazing, but it just needs to feel a bit more personal. And what you're mm. saying by saying, oh, I want the vocal up, isn't, I want to be heard more. Yeah. It's like, actually, I want people to f- come into the song more and, like, mm. feel it more and feel, like, the emotion of the lyrics. I think it's uh, really important as well that when you do have a team around you that you actually listen to them because we found very often people come to us to, to help market their, market them as a, a band and get their music out there. And we'll be doing everything in our best interest for them. And we'll be giving them examples of what they can do, things like that. And yeah. they still will kind of sometimes disagree on things. Mm. And I think if you do have a team around you, they are doing things for the, the best of you and your music. Yeah. So if they are suggesting things, it's not something that you should just kind of push push away and say, yeah. oh, I know what's best. If, if you're, even if you're, especially if you're hiring someone, listen to kind of what they have to offer because yeah. it will be for your best interest. Yeah, mm. definitely. And I think when we first started working with you guys, like we had some good ideas on marketing stuff mm. and a release strategy and you guys are really helpful with saying, like that works really well, but maybe mm. we thought about this. And yeah. Like the, sing- like the singles each month on the pre-release of the EP. Mm. And we were like, we were really set on doing it. Yeah. And we like trusted you guys and the release has been amazing on our last record. Yeah. So like team is so important. It yeah. gives contrast to ideas and it actually helps creativity when mm. there's conflict. Um, but yeah, team is really important. And I think that's a really good way to end this series. Definitely. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We talked about a lot the content and the Spotify side of it and the marketing side. And to end on building a good team, whether it's with your marketing guys or your film guys, or, mm. I think it's a, cool. it's a good round trip. 
Cool. So thanks so much for joining me. Thanks. Yeah, we thank may you. do another season of this because it feels... Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you guys have got any questions, um, if we do do a season two, we can maybe start the Q&A. So yeah, if you definitely. have any questions yeah. or any practical bits or even parts where you disagree, like... Mm-hmm. We can be wrong on stuff. We yeah. we're just saying Absolutely. sometimes just our, our ideas and sometimes stuff that's factually backed up. Mm. So we like conversation. So you can shoot us an email or reply here on the podcast stream. Cool. Thanks for listening and see you next time. <laughs>